0: Namaste, it's Renee, and welcome to my podcast, Peace, Love, Abundance. I want to take a moment here to share with those of you who have been listening to my podcast, or maybe you're brand new to it. Anyways, I just want to share with you that um, your support and feedback is, is super helpful. If you can even just give me a star rating. Because then it helps me in the search engines for other people to find me as well. So I can spread my love, my peace, love, and abundance, I should say. And share my podcast with friends. Um, I really, truly want to help people and, and share some knowledge. So help me share. Sharing is caring. Today is all about the Kapha Dosha. There's three doshas in Ayurveda. There is the Vata. Pitta and Kapha doshas. Today's about Kapha. The last two episodes were about Vata and Pitta. The episode prior to that was kind of an Ayurveda, um, the three doshas all together. And a few other of my podcasts have been about Ayurveda, like the five elements. Look up the five elements because the five elements are what make up the three doshas. So, um, I highly recommend you, especially if some of this today seems a little bit like you're missing some puzzle pieces and this is the first time you're listening to my podcasts or maybe only second or third, I encourage you to check out those other podcasts about Ayurveda or the five elements so that you can kind of put the puzzle pieces together. Kapha is known to be the earth element. Technically, it's earth and water. One reason why it gets more recommend, recognized for the earth is because it does kind of share the water element with pitta. The five elements, just to remind you, are earth, water, fire, air, and ether, a.k.a. space. So kapha is the earth and water. Kafas tend to be a fuller body type. It's a bigger boned person. They're meant to be bigger. Um, They're not like the vata where they're super skinny and can't put on weight. They're not like the pitta. They don't necessarily show a lot of muscle definition. They're more just that nice, beautiful, curvy look. They're meant to be. So when they gain weight, it doesn't look out of displaced on them. Whereas vata and pitta, often when they gain weight, the weight looks displaced. Like They'll still have really skinny legs, but then this big midsection and then a small head. The Kaffas are big and beautiful all around. You can even think kind of like the Kardashians, Beyoncé, Oprah, which Oprah is a really good Kaffa example. There has been times in Oprah's life where she's been bigger. But even whenever she did that amazing weight loss and looked smaller, she was still very curvy. She was never meant to be a twiggy, nice and skinny. Um, She's always been voluptuous and beautiful um, in her own way. So with that, as I just mentioned with Oprah, they can easily gain weight. Even though, again, they are meant to be a bigger body type, they look beautiful, they still can easily gain weight. And that's kind of the danger of kapha. Kapha has to be really careful because they can't use or they need to be cautious to not use the fact that they're meant to be bigger. They shouldn't use that as an excuse to overeat or overconsume and let themselves get even bigger. So they need to be careful. And they easily do gain weight because they tend to be more of a sedentary person. They don't, they're not the ones that you often see sprinting on the track and field or playing basketball or anything like that. They tend to like more sedentary activities. However, a kaffa, because they have all that extra um, energy stored in their body, they can be really good uh, marathoners or people who can run those 50s and 100s or ride bicycles for a few days on end because they have endurance, because they have so much stored up energy that they have really good endurance, but they're not going to be quick on a basketball court, if that makes sense. And that's if you get the of motivated, Technically, a kafa loves to be a homemaker. They want to be at home, even if they have a job. They can't wait to get home and put together dinner and take care of the family, decorate the house. They are very much homebodies. They love, love, love to be home. And their homes reflect that. Their homes are often beautiful and decorated and everything has its place. Because a kafa does tend to like to be a homebody though, they have to be careful that they don't become too heavy or even kind of stuck like mud. You have to get them moving so that the water, because remember the earth and water, what happens when you mix a lot of earth and water together It becomes mud. So you have to keep them moving. You have to get their fire going uh, so their fire burns more brightly so they're a little bit more motivated. And they also, you need to add some of that air element to them. So get them moving, get them outside and moving around so that you can cultivate the fire and the air in their bodies so that they're not so just heavy mud, a heavy mud puddle. Heavy foods, high-fat foods, and even sweets tend to make them heavier. They love to eat them. They're foodies. Kafas are foodies. However, when they eat that much, they have a lot of regret. Even sometimes this is where you can see a little bit of maybe bulimacy, where they enjoy the food just a little bit too much, and then they have a lot of regret. And so therefore, um, they might try and purge it. Not always. I'm not saying all kaphas are that way. But it it can be sometimes the beginning of that for somebody or um, the root of that for somebody. So they do better avoiding high-fat foods and even sweets. They're great homemakers. I mentioned that a little bit already. But they love making a home truly a home and then once it's truly home they just they they love to just stay there again when they go to work they can't wait to go home and be in their space they tend to be great caregivers and take care of others before themselves. So that's another reason why they want to be home because, right, they got to they gotta prepare dinner. They got to do laundry. They got to get um, the kids ready for school or what have you, you know? So so they're great caregivers. Even if they don't have kids, they tend to be the ones that want to work in a daycare center or become a nurse because they just truly love to to care for people. Kafa's is the person that you automatically love when you meet them. They're so grounded because they're earth. They're so grounded. Even water is pretty grounding unless it it starts to heat up too much and evaporate up into the air. Water, our planet, is more water than it is ground. So think about that when you think of an earth and what earth means to you, and that is the Kafa. They are also um, as Kafa's being caregivers, they are also you know, it's that nutrients that you're giving somebody, that nature versus nurture and, and And they're nurturing people. Not necessarily that we're eating kapha and getting nutrients from them, but they nurture us. They're words of wisdom, that shoulder to cry on, that rock, the family stone that just keeps the family together. That's your true, true kapha. Now, you can have kapha elements. You can have a pitta body or a a vata body, but still hold and harbor some kapha elements through me having a small child back when my son my son is 23 now but when my son was tiny and I was raising him when he was smaller i was very much more kaffa than than i am now even though i didn't 100% take on the coffee body type because that's not my my genetic makeup but i had more the kaffa personality while i was raising him I also had the ability to go to a job. I had a job at a software company. I was a software test engineer at one time, and even a graphic designer before that. And I could go to my job and cultivate some of that pitta and get some shit done, and even the vata, and be creative as the graphic designer. But the minute I stepped into my house, I was kapha. I was raising my son, and I was nurturing him, and taking care of him, and choosing him over me. So again, we can have all three doshas in us at any time and cultivate these and and have an imbalance of one of the other doshas. If you've typically been a really thin person your whole life, but all of a sudden now you're a bigger person, then you may have transferred from being more the vata or pitta, and now you're carrying more kapha characteristics if you're living a more sedentary lifestyle than what you used to. Another way that somebody kind of becomes with without really meaning to is years and years of too much caffeine and beating your body up or um, living flight or fight all the time. You're just too on the go. Lots of stimulants, caffeine, alcohol, you name it. You lived like a rock star because you had that pitta burning and you could just go for days because you were burning bright and you were having fun or whatever and then all of a sudden, one day your metabolism says, fuck you, I can't do this anymore. We've been running on fumes the last couple years because your body's not meant to be that rock star and party that hard all the time. And now all of a sudden, you're even still drinking coffee. You're having, you know, 10 shots of lattes a day, and yet you can't get your metabolism going. So, what used to feed your soul and make you keep you going and make you feel high, and whether it was caffeine or even real drugs, either way, it was a drug in your body that was creating this false energy that you lived off of you ran out your adrenal uh, your adrenaline and now you're running on fumes or maybe even you stopped running on fumes and your body just shut down and you're gaining weight and you can't figure out why because your hormones made this huge shift Even if you do do those lines of cocaine or drink a lot of caffeine, for some reason you still can't lose weight like you used to. Those stimulants at one time in your life kept you going and kept you thin and it doesn't work anymore because your body is just too tired and ran out. You ran out of adrenaline, you overused it, and now you can't anymore. So you could have been that Vata or Pitta body at one time, but now you are full on the Kapha body because you... You abused yourself. Pittas tend to be naturally healthy and can withstand a lot, and so Pittas tend to take advantage of that, and again, live that rock star lifestyle, or even if you're not partying a lot, you're out there running lots of marathons and and constantly playing sports, and then one day your body's like, nope, I can't do this anymore, I'm ready to be a homebody, and you feel like you're stuck in the mud, literally, remember, Kapha is, can be mud, when there's an imbalance of kapha it's mud the earth is mixing with the water and it's going nowhere anyways that was a little bit of a tangent so getting back to even kapha that was definitely a kapha imbalance that I was uh tangenting on there but if that's you then maybe this is speaking to you right now anyways kaphas tend to have great skin it tends to be smooth and luminous and full and also oily They tend to complain a lot about having oily skin. They very seldom ever complain about having dry skin. If they've had oily their whole life, and then they're starting to have dry skin, then they're probably actually having a vata imbalance because vata is dry. It's wind and it's dry skin. So they could be, if they've normally had oily skin, but now they're drying up, their body's doing maybe the opposite shift. They're starting to become more vata. Things are drying up. Women, when we go through menopause, things dry up. And if you know what I mean, I don't have to get too... um, too descriptive here. Just trust me, when women go through menopause, we tend to things dry up. Let's just put it that way. And we tend to take on more the vata characteristics. Even as we get older, the low digestion, less digestive enzymes, less fire in the belly, and foods don't digest well. So we start taking on those vata imbalances. Make sure you listen to the Vata podcast if you haven't already. You should really listen to all three. Don't ever assume you're only one dosha. Because as I'm mentioning here, you can swing, the pendulum can swing all over the place. So anyways, oily skin. The reason why they tend to have oily skin is because kaphas don't need extra like fat in their diet. Vatas can live on coconut oil and avocados and still have dry skin. Kapha eating a lot of greasy foods or things with a lot of coconut oil in it and dairy. And they'll end up with even oilier skin and even feel heavier. So this is the person that knows when they eat greasy food, they're going to break out. They're probably going to break out in acne too from the excess oil on their skin. And they can feel it and see it. Oil and sugar are their enemies, they, kafas are foodies. They love food and they want to be able to eat anything, especially whenever it's in front of them because they just enjoy it. They're such an earth sign and so calm and mellow that they enjoy every single bite and they want to eat. But again, they can have a lot of regrets after they eat. I mean, we all on Thanksgiving, if you overeat, we're all like, oh, I can't move. But kaphas, it kind of starts to mess with them a little bit mentally because they know they're bigger already. And then they indulge. It feels so good to indulge. And then afterwards, they overthink it. And then they want to... Purge, or honestly, kafas are the better body type for fasting and um, skipping a meal here and there because they do have a lot of stored energy in them. That if they do skip a meal or fast, they're going to be okay. But what they need to be careful with is that they, when they come off the fast or or the diet or after skipping a meal, that they don't all of a sudden make up for it by eating two meals in one. So they really have to be mindful about that. The best bet is for them to get on a schedule of eating. Be mindful of eating like portion sizes. They need to stick with portions. And also keep oil and um, sweets on the down low, even fruit. A lot of sweet, sweet fruits, a kapha knows when they eat it. It's like, you know, that whole moment on the lips, forever on the hips saying, You'll hear kafas. Anybody who says that little saying, a moment on the hips or a moment on the lips forever on the hips, those are your kafas, And they know it. They know it. But they need to be aware of or they need to live by their own rules in a way. Even though they know that all this heavy, sweet, oily foods isn't good for them. They tend to have this temporary memory loss and eat it anyways, and then they regret it once their memory comes back. Even though kaffas look beautiful bigger, this can be dangerous because if it gets out of control then it's possible for them to even have fat deposits around the organs, such as the heart or the liver. You've heard of like fatty liver. Fatty liver can also be associated with a lot of alcohol and cirrhosis, but fatty liver can build too whenever the, a person's body is taking on too much fat. So even though they might look beautiful bigger, they really have to be careful that they don't use that as an excuse. You can't say, oh, I'm meant to be bigger, so let's." I'm just going to eat and consume whatever I want. They should be very mindful about um, oils and sugar and heavy foods. Now, I really want to mention here that kaphas need to be mindful. While they're not meant to look super skinny, that's not what I'm saying here, is they shouldn't strive. They shouldn't get on the yo-yo dieting and feel like they should be skinny. But don't let yourself get out of your comfort zone. Don't let yourself get bigger than you should. Because then at that point, again, you're just using being bigger as an excuse to eat more. It's this mindful place that a kafa needs to stay in to stay healthy. A nice healthy weight. Whatever that means for them doesn't necessarily mean that's what it is for society. It's what it's, is right for them. So resist thinking you need to be skinny because then that's when the eating disorders come in as well again. So be mindful. Just be mindful and you'll be good. Kaphas tend to do well on a low-fat, vegan, nutrient-rich, low-calorie diet with even limited fruit. Now, we all need some fat in our diets. Fat actually helps us digest. But a cough is going to do better with a lighter oil whenever they do consume. So they're going to do better with, say, like an olive oil. Um, or a non-GMO vegetable oil of some sort, and rather than having the heavy coconut oil or lard or tallow, and also that they tend to do better being a vegan or a vegetarian, this is your true dosha that does well as a vegetarian or vegan. Meats are heavy in their bodies. That heavy protein and then meat also tends to have a little more fat and oil in it. It's too heavy for them, and they feel heavier, and they know it. Again, kafas are so grounded that generally they're more in tune to their body than they let off. They may use their bigger body as an excuse to eat whatever they want and say, well, this is what I'm meant to be. But deep down inside, they know what they just ate does not agree with them. So kaffas, you really need to be mindful all the doshas need to be mindful, right? The vata's got to be careful that they don't blow away in the wind and wither away. The pitta's got to make sure they don't their, their fire doesn't turn into a forest fire. And kapha's got to make sure that they don't get heavier. Vice versa. Remember, there can be an imbalance. A pitta can have a kapha imbalance where they're getting heavier and they need to back off. Like the vata, they do better with cooked food and warm beverages so their fire doesn't burn as brightly think about it they're earth and water so they don't have that naturally burning fire like the pitta does so they're going to still do better with cooked and cooked food and warm beverages but with that you don't want them to have fried food because fried food is fried in heavy fats so they're going to do better with like a light saute or steaming their vegetables Um, steaming though can get a little bit sticky. Don't oversteam because then the vegetable has too much water in it and kafa already has some water in them. So it would just be a lightly steam, just warming up the vegetable to help get it more pre-digested so it's easier on their belly because they don't have that high fire to digest the high fiber. Listen to the pitta dosha and you'll learn what I mean about how fire breaks down the fiber of raw vegetables. And in vata, I talk a lot about how vatas can't break down raw vegetables because they don't have enough fire to burn all that fiber. So again, all three of these podcasts are going to be like puzzle pieces that come together for you. Listen to all of them. Don't assume you're only one dosha. Kaphas will do better with light, dry foods, so like pita chips, rice cakes, um, corn chips even. They're going to do better with dry foods because the dry food is going to help absorb some of that excess water in their body um, because earth is earth and water. Now, imbalances in Kaffa I went off on my little tangent a little bit ago, but other imbalances, um, you might start to notice, we can all have a little bit of kafa in us in the late winter or spring when there's a lot of moisture outside, or kafas tend to not like to live um, in the Midwest where it's super humid. All that extra water on their earth and water that they already are just weighs them down even more. They tend to do better um, in, say, maybe Colorado, Arizona, California even. So they tend to like actually a dry climate. But again, all of us in the late winter and spring, if there's a lot of moisture going on outside, We can all feel that excess heavy. I'm sure on a rainy day, you've just wanted to stay home and take a nap, right? That's that kapha speaking to you. Even if you're a vata and a pitta on a super heavy rainy day, you just want to stay home and nap because that is kapha. That's the kapha speaking. Yeah, that's about it for Kafa for now. Obviously, Ayurveda is huge, and it's been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. There are PhDs out there in Ayurveda. They are equivalent to a medical doctor in the U.S., but they know Ayurveda. So resist thinking that in a couple of podcasts, you will learn everything about Ayurveda But Ayurveda, as I've just discussed in the last three podcasts, can also be as simple as listening to your body and common sense. You know these things now, and so you just need to be accountable for it and listen to your body on a daily basis. Good health is there for everybody. We just need to take better care of ourselves. So today I leave you with this. And I'd love to have your feedback, your subscriptions, or a, a, a five star review would be even better. But if you could just take the time in iTunes to rate my podcast, even if you don't want to write a review, take the time to at least rate it. There's the little stars. If you scroll down in the podcast, areas, just get get curious and mess around a little bit in the podcast app and you'll figure out where you can rate podcasts. I would so much appreciate it because it helps get me a little bit higher in search engines and more and more people can find me and enjoy the knowledge that I share. I am happy to be here because sharing is caring. This is who I am. This is my dharma. I have figured out that um I'm not a woman of few words, and so I might as well be able to spread my message and let other people hear my words, and I hope you find this helpful. I know I can't make everybody happy, but for those people that I can reach and they appreciate it, I love you, and namaste. (laughs)